0: What's going on, everybody? This is your boy, Martin, with another episode of Intuitive Minds Podcast. And today's guest, we have a legend still doing his thing out here in the music game, music mogul, CEO of Social Currency Enterprises, executive vice president and partner at South Coast Music Group, Daoud King-Carter. What's going on, Daoud? What's going on? What's going on? Hanging in there, man, just chilling. You know, it's the weekend, so taking it easy. Yeah, that was a dope introduction. Made Made me feel like I'm somebody. Well, you are somebody, you know what I mean? So, we're going to go down the list of who you really are, you know what I mean? So, you, you and you still it feels like you're just getting started, bro. Yeah, I am. I am. Yeah, exactly. See, that's the spirit right there. But uh but for those that don't know, who is Dawood King Carter? Give us your start and everything. Growing up in Charlotte and all that. Well, Dawood is 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 a guy from the west side of Charlotte that loves music, you know what I'm saying? He fell in love with music at an early age. And and became an artist, and eventually left the artist side of the game, and, and stepped onto the executive side. had had a, had a you know had a good amount of local success, not mm-hmm. not a not a not a great deal, but enough to to catch the attention of everybody around here and to be able to be a, a um a big local name um, yeah, when I was when I was rapping, you know. And that 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 got me to the position where where I am now. Well, I partnered up with with my my guy, Arnold Taylor, and we started South Coast Music Group and all signed that, the day. Yeah, all that jazz. So, yeah. so so it's like because you you were an MC beforehand, before anything yep. else, yep. you were an MC. So then, but like, what made you transition to the behind the scenes and everything? Because I know you had experience in marketing because you you marketed yourself pretty much as an MC as well. Like you had that skill set already, right? So I mean, yeah, that 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 that's kind of that's kinda, like I didn't really choose the transition it just happened mm-hmm. so you know basically like it, it was i was in a situation i was signed to a label um called Merc five it was an independent label uh around here and i was signed but it was owned by a guy named richard met you know mm-hmm. trust fund kid um real wealthy guy um he gave me a great 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 deal great situation and i was able to you know see a future with that and he ended up dying
1: yeah.
0: in my studio while celebrating um me signing and so it you know that when, when he passed it kind of took the that 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 creative life force out of me well not even the creative but the, the the artist life force out of me and i had a friend that was that was i had a couple of friends that you know, was aware of the situation and was like, yo, I know you got this going on, I know you got that going on, just help us. You know what I'm saying? That was a group called Honey Gang. Mm-hmm. Um, and my, my friend, my my friend, my brother Bubble, and, and Money Only Mo, Free Bubble, Bubble's in, in prison right now. But uh, those guys came to me and was like, Yo, can you help us? Can you turn us on to some of the stuff that, you know, some of the relationships you build, some of the people that you know that help us get to the next level. And then that ended up into me managing them, you know what I'm saying, just mm-hmm. accidentally. <laughs> mm-hmm. And um, but they were they were all in the streets, you know. And so Mo ended up introducing me to Baby Jesus, which is mm-hmm. the baby. Mm-hmm. And me and him built the relationship. Mo ended up going to jail, and then um, which because he was the focus at the time, but he ended up going to jail, prison, and he was gone for a couple of years and. You know that the rest is history. I I, I got with baby. We uh, talked. We chopped it up. You know, talked the honor. Talked the honor. We set it up. We had a good, a good meeting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the, rest <is> <laughs> the rest is history. Hell yeah! But now um, that's crazy. So Rich passed away while you guys were celebrating. That's a crazy story. When I when I heard that, I was like, "Whoa, that's nuts." Yeah, yeah. no, nah, it, it was. It was. It was. It was a. Yeah, now Rich was a good guy too, man. You know what I'm saying? I'm so like, it was, yeah, that was, that was, that was different. Man, so. but crazy, crazy. But now growing up, obviously in Charlotte, what were some of your inspirations, you know, whether it was entertainment or people in general in your life? Um, Inspirations as far as like just life period. Period, yeah. What, even in entertainment? I, or? I, I always say I was raised by a single mama and Tupac music. Nice, okay. <laughs> so okay, so like, like 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 my father figure was like was like tupac, like music was like like I didn't have a dad around, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying, so my male figures were like I had uncles and, and 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 big cousins and stuff, but of course, you know, you know they they got their own lives, so mm-hmm. my 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 number one male influence was music, you know what I'm saying, and Tupac was like i like I listened to what Tupac said with the, like it was gospel, you know what I'm saying, so it just you know. So that, my 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 main inspiration in life was the you know the teachers of my mom and my uncles and, and Tupac music. That's crazy. What would you say your top five Tupac songs are? Uh, well, that's hard. That's hard. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good. That's a good question because I never had to. I never had to like think about what my top five Tupac songs are. I would have to say, um, probably Troublesome. Nine yeah. yeah, probably troublesome. Um, mm. <laughs>
1: um blasphemy. Nice, okay. Um mm, uh, crazy. Mm-hmm. um crazy. hmm. Um
0: Jeez, man, it's, it's a long list. It's so yeah, it's, it's, so, it's, so, uh, it's so many Tupac's, though. It's uh, so many, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because I- Pac gives you that, like, for example, I was just in Turkey or whatever, and, uh, you know, I met this girl or whatever, and then she kind of dogged me, and... Uh, and I was like, man, I feel I felt kinda like angry, but at the same time I was like, nah, I'm good. Like I'm, you know what I mean? This shit happens. Da, 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 da. I'm, I'm just a visitor in Turkey. You know what I mean? Probably not gonna see this broad. And I bumped in Tupac and the first song was straight ballin'. Duh. <laughs> And I was like, man, fuck that shit. Like this is this is it. Like fuck that shit. I'm, I'm Tupac just gave me that motivation to get back on the horse, you know, because he's you know, he's like, man, fuck that, whatever. Like it felt like he was talking to me, like, man, fuck that bitch. Like you're about to head back home to, to VA. You're about to, you're about to man, fuck that shit. Da, 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 da. And then a sad song would come on and I'm like, nah, fuck that. I'm going back to straight ball. Yeah, no, nah, yeah, that's like, like Tupac was all over he was all over the place, but it worked. You know what I'm saying? Like he was he was he was everywhere with it. You know what I'm saying? Like it, but it like his music was even, you know, it was even um mm-hmm. some contradictions. You know what I'm saying? Like mm-hmm. it'll be he'll be this on one song and that on another song. Like it was it was that's the amazing part about it though. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He was able to embody like everything, you know, that it's it's okay with being we're growing and then feeling like you can you can still want the best for people and still be a hood nigga and still yeah. you know what I'm saying? Like just, you know he yeah, yeah. And, then that, and then that there was another song called Checkout Time that was that, yeah, was, that, that was, we gotta go yeah I was like man fuck that shit fuck these bitches they gotta go like yeah I felt I felt some type of way that day like that day I must that, have crossed Tupac that, that <laughs> might be one of my that might be one of my favorites uh, that uh, that um Niggas can't see me from that. All eyes on me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mhm. Um, and then there's old school. Obviously, that's one of my top five as well. Cause, cause it represents the old school hip hop. Yep. Which is cool. Yep. Yeah, Tupac had so yeah. many, man. Like, great. Old school. Yeah. That's yeah. Yeah. So uh, that 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 was definitely that was definitely and my mom, man. My mom was 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 like the biggest inspiration ever. You know what I'm saying? My mom. is just just the great mom. Like, like. I, I see a lot of people's relationships with their parents, and and yeah. it, it, it is like I I can't be nothing but grateful and thank God every day that I, I, yeah. I, was, I was blessed with the mother that I'm that I'm blessed with that was yeah. that's able to that was able to install and instill some of the things in me that needed, that I'm able to instill in my kids, and it's, mm. it's just a beautiful thing. So so yeah, my mom Tupac, I had a, I had, a, I had a, and my uncles, <laughs> crazy a combo. Uncles. That's a crazy combo. That's a crazy combo. Now, uh, you wrote your first rap during in-school suspension. Um, <laughs> that's fucking crazy. Uh, do you remember what the topic was about? Yeah, it was called Because I Can Rap. Word. Because <laughs> I can. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 it was actually because I, I got in trouble because I used to just sit in class and rap music. And so, like, other people song, and my teacher was like, me to write your own. Mm-hmm. I got in trouble and she sent me the in school suspension and I was and I sat in there and wrote a rap. Jeez. And I ended up performing it at the talent show. Well, that's crazy. That's not nice. so so but you do you still have that rap or nah? It's like long gone. Nah, I, I remember, but I no, I'm not I don't, Yeah, I I remember you'll never forget your you'll never forget your first first rap. Yeah. Your first rap. You just never won't. But it's real corny. <laughs> 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 I mean shit it kept you busy in in school suspension so fuck it. Yeah, it's yeah, it crazy. And then uh you you also became a dad at a very young age. But so how were you able to balance that out? Um we're still balancing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> like like you never you never stopped being a father so mm-hmm. you know. Uh it 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 is it's hard, you know. It's a it's a hard thing especially not only having a a child at a young age, but having a child while you without a plan, you know what I'm saying? You're chasing a dream. The only plan is to chase the dream. And, you know, we all know that it's it's not, it's not, it's not a lot of money in dream chasing. You know what I'm saying? So, so so it it, it gets, it gets hard, you know, Mm -hmm. you want to have certain things for your kids. So you have to balance in that. I think, like me, I was I was one of those guys out. Like I wasn't a street nigga that, that that just started rapping. I was I was more or less the, the the rapper that that ended up going to the streets because I didn't have anything else to support my dream. You know what I'm saying? So mm-hmm. so like I ended up messing around in the streets and being like that was my my way of making money and and doing things. So like my my my, my um my role. And my kids' life was a, you know, was a, a little bit different because I I was there physically, you know what I'm saying, and financially, and I and I had to, you know, do up and down, hustling grinds of of somebody chasing their dream and being in the streets. Like even the streets ain't guaranteed money, you know what I'm mm-hmm. saying. So, you know, you know, you got to deal with the. <laughs> the everyday struggles of the grind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever comes your way, you got to deal with it. Yeah, yeah. Take it how you get. Yeah. Yeah. Take it how you get. Yep, yep, And then your son also, your firstborn is also a rapper as well. And he also had an anthem for his school, correct? From what I right. gathered? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nah, he, he, my, my, my firstborn, my son, he is the, he will be the greatest rapper ever at the end of the day. he, he he's the, He's probably, like, I'm a fan of him. His 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 skill and ability is, is 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 somewhat different. And so once people be able to hear them, I'm, I'm able to showcase it. People mm-hmm. are able to get over the fact that that's my son and, and realize that nah, this this guy is probably one of the most talented people you ever meet. Mm-hmm. Then you. yeah, you'll be people be able to see it. But I um yeah, nah, he made an anthem for a school. I was I was against him rapping for the longest, not against it, but I was just trying to deter him from it. You know, tell him right. to do other things, but he and I was like, "Hey, man, go to college, then you can rap." Blah blah this and that. He ended up going to college and making the school happy. <laughs> so, you know so it's like you, hey, you can't, you can't stop it. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, I'm nah. You just can't stop. Mm-hmm. He's he's probably one of those kids that was like, "Man, I ain't listening to my pops. Whatever, I'm gonna do me." And it worked nah, out for him. Ju- nah, he just he just wanted the kids to figured it out. Yeah, On every level, it wasn't even about not listening. It was more or less about, all right, cool. You want me to go to college? I'm going to go to college. I'm, I'm going to be in here. I'm going to be in college. But that ain't going to stop me from rapping. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Yeah, hey, yeah. I, I, <laughs> pen to paper, baby. Pen to paper. It ain't going to stop. Yeah, right. then, So now, you mentioned earlier uh, connecting with Arnold Taylor, a, a right. legend in the game. How did that come about? And then, like, building one of the biggest labels in the game? Man, me and Arnold, me and like our our relationship is is crazy on how it started because it's like I I ran into him, I met him first when mm-hmm. I was trying to get some music on the radio. He was the guy to talk to, so that's how that's how I, I initially met him. Um, and then we just kept running into each other on the road, and he seen me like I was like we would never run into each other in Charlotte. We would always run into Miami. I then ran into each other in New York. And, and we was in Delaware. We like, it was just a whole, a whole lot of different places. We just kept running into each other. And he was like, yo Carter, I get it. You understand, you, you're doing what you're supposed to do. You out traveling, ain't moving around. And, um, you know, I was approaching him like, hey bro, you a gatekeeper. Like, I know what you did. I know who you, you signed your guide to the Epic. You signed, you, 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 was, you you was um, instrumental in signing future over there the Epic. You signed Cash Out there. Like I know who you are. I know what you done done. And you still here in Charlotte, they let you do what you do and and just do your business from here. So I was like, hey man, you need to like you should do something for the for the for the city. Like Charlotte needs a face. Yeah, and we just talked, chopped it up, went back and forth, you know what I'm saying, and and end up starting South Coast music group. You know what I'm saying? So you that know, that we we built a good relationship. Um built South Coast Music Group with, you know, with with the goal in mind that we're gonna put Charlotte at a place where it needs to be and we're gonna take the baby, baby Jesus, at the time and make him and make him the, 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 the biggest artist out. So that was our goal and you know, I think we kinda we kinda got that. <laughs> got it, got it done. Now, how did the name come about, South Coast Music Group? How did that oh, he, he 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 already had a marketing company called South Coast Marketing. That's where he that's and, and that's what he was like doing the, the the um the record pull through the the radio um, okay. advertisements things that he was doing. Uh, um, and I was like, hey, this this brand is so strong. Like everybody knew it around here. I like that brand is so strong at South Coast. Um, Mark and let's just do South Coast Music Group. He was against it. He didn't want to do he wanted to come up with something totally different and I just said hey you know what forget it or fuck it. I'm gonna I'm gonna take the initiative and I went and made an email got a logo and um Got us, huh. got, got us the phone, and and, and just did everything, and, and like I'm like, fuck, we going with South Coast Music Group. And he, yeah. It was like, all right, cool. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> fuck it. I mean, because it's, it's easier that way to keep it everything under one umbrella. It's, it's right, it's right. A lot easier because 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 you got to deal with a lot of LLCs and a lot of different different. There's a lot of different details if you go somewhere else. You know what I mean? Right. And and, and, and it was already a good branding. It was already a good brand like his brand his his brand wasn't it it wasn't a tarnished brand it was a it was a successful brand Mm -hmm. in the area and it was successful in the music space of radio so if it's successful already in radio people most of the time people not saying the music group or marketing they just see south coast you know what i'm saying so Mm -hmm. so it it was just like a play on words like okay cool like familiarity you know what i'm saying when people are well people feel like they're familiar with something and make make more likely to and takes you know, take something new from it. Mm-hmm. So if I feel like I'm familiar like 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 I'm familiar with McDonald's, if they come out with a new burger I'm I'm more likely to try it than trying a burger a new burger from the regular Joe Schmo from you know what I'm saying, from, yeah. from somewhere else. It's just it just was just, just understanding it and understanding what I what what I was trying to do and what we we're trying to do and you know, I I don't have an ego so it wasn't about starting something new and, and involving a brand that i built or uh, already anything like that so it's like let's do it so yeah, it's it, it yeah it just makes it easier man that's yeah because it's already a trusted brand so i might as well just go with it exactly it's already yeah it's yeah because there's no because then you got to pull you got to pull the same audience from that it's yeah it's a whole bunch of different shit that goes into it if you go different routes it goes into it yeah uh, yeah. what's the best advice you've gotten from Arnold that you still apply today? Don't make decisions when you're hungry. <laughs> mm, that's <a> good. One. <laughs> it's probably the best if, it seems so simple, but you can make some of the worst decisions in the world if you make decisions while you're hungry. Yes. You you don't you don't you don't like you don't think right. Not just mm-hmm. like hungry, like, oh I haven't eaten and I don't have my but like if you're hungry don't make a decision because you you'll base your your base your like you'll make a quick decision trying to get the food so Mhm. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's, 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 I know you probably would expect that but yeah I'm like wait a minute hold up backtrack a little bit reverse babe yeah nah, it's, it's just it's just and I, and I, and, you, and people never think about it but like if you think about like some of the some of the mistakes or decisions you made, it was it was probably because you were like either hungry or something else was bothering you. you had to use the bat Like you don't make don't make those type of decisions. Don't make decision, big decisions while you got other factors in place. Is basically what I take from that. While you got other 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 litigate factors in place that that could alter how quick you make that decision. So, sheesh, because it's also the emotion that kicks in. Cause when yep. you're hungry, you get all types of emotion. Like I'm <laughs> is hungry, it, is like I'm fucking <laughs> fuck this shit, and boom, the wrong I'm, decisions made. You, you feel me? <laughs> you need know, to cut somebody out and everything? They ain't even there. You just like, <laughs> <laughs> but you <laughs> just because <laughs> you hungry. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, look at what kind of decision. Have you ever made bad decisions when you're hungry? Yeah, a lot actually. Not <laughs> <nothing right. laughs> a lot actually. Like damn, I shouldn't have done that. Like damn, I should have had some food before I did. <laughs> Ah, damn. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a good advice, man. I might have to... <laughs> Shit. See, it's a, I mean, hey, look. The, the best advice is the advice that's so simple. <laughs> yeah, the simplest advice is the most effective. I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. Yeah, it's crazy. And I always say a person's advice will only will only take you as far as it took them. So be careful who you listen to. <laughs> right. All right. That's true. I'm not. You know what? I'm going to eat every time now. Every time. (laughs) Even if I'm not hungry, like, fuck it. Let me get that burger. (laughs) Hey, look, you can't go into the situation hungry. I feel you. (laughs) Nah, nah. nah. Man, you just opened up my eyes with that one. Holy shit. Because I'm like backtracking in my life. I'm like, damn, I was hungry when I made that decision. (laughs) Fuck. (laughs) Damn, that's crazy. But damn, shit. Hey, I mean, look—that's why you guys are. That's why you guys are still standing here. You know what I mean? Because you probably had some good ass food, and we're like, All right, <laughs> decision time. <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> that's crazy. Uh, now, outside of everything that you do, obviously you got a family and everything. But what are some hobbies that you like to do? Um, my favorite thing to do, for real, for real, like my 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 therapy is watching movies, watching movies, and, or watching a good TV show. Like I get I get lost in that and do that. Nice. What are you bro- watching? What are you watching right now? Uh, I just watched this crazy ass documentary on Netflix, man, about, about, uh, about the Mormons, about the fundamentalist Mormons. It's, it's like number three on Netflix right now. It's, it's crazy, bro. <laughs> like, what the fuck? I, 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 le- I learned, I learned some shit with that. Like, you know, about, it was, it was about, a, um, about polygamy and, and different things, and about things that was going on, marrying underage girls, and man, it was it was fucking what the crazy. Fuck? Hold yeah. on, nah, not, the... not like like the shit blew my mind. It's like this shit has been going on since forever. forever. And I and, and my my wife was like, hey, like I got this documentary I'm watching. <laughs> you need to watch it. I was like, okay, all right, cool, because we all we do is yes, that's that's our thing. We do it together. So, so I'm watching, and she like just watch one episode. I'm watching. And I'm like, yo, I can't even stop. I ended up watching the whole um, series in one night. Like it was like I'm like, man, I can't. This this is like mind blowing. The fact that this is going on, it's been going on for so long, and, and nobody would ever knew if it, if it went for. They had terrible leadership, and the last, they last leader, the leadership that's still in place right now, just happens to be, just happened to be a very evil person, and that's how we find out all the other secrets and stuff that they had going on and stuff that they've been doing. But yeah, man, it's been going on probably like the late eighteen hundreds. I might have to watch that after this. Holy shit! Yeah, what's it called? It's, it's called. Um, I think it's called Keep Sweet. Pray and obey fuck that even sounds that sounds tempting to watch that title alone yeah i'm I'm telling you, man you're gonna be hooked, you're gonna be hooked at one episode you're gonna be hooked how many episodes yeah. is it? It's only like four, it's like awesome. four part docu series um yeah docu series, but it's it's mind blowing man fuck that if if it and it leaves you kind of airy like what the fuck like this... <laughs> Like it's, 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 it's that type of, it's that type of show. So it's like, it, yeah, it's almost like, it's almost like there's another TV show on uh it's a documentary called Our Father on Netflix. Yeah. I, yeah, I, I haven't watched it. I seen, I seen the trailer for it. I didn't, I didn't watch that. yet. That doctor was on one, bro. Like he has kids all over the place that don't know each other because he used to, he was like a paternity test or some shit like that, a paternity doctor or whatever. And he was oh, like, oh, oh yeah. Oh Yeah. Okay, it's sickening. I'm like, yeah, what is up with Netflix lately? Nah, nah they they just, they revealing a lot of they revealing a lot of stuff that's going on. They bring it's like Netflix is like the news, the new news station too. With when it comes mm-hmm. to like with their docu series type shit, like they they doing special like the little 60 minute specials they used to come on. Mm-hmm. They doing they doing their own specials on shit and and bringing a lot of stuff to light. Yeah because they they, they even had a a, another series called bad vegan where this lady kept getting tricked by this one dude to give him money. And then she lost, she lost her business in New York by doing that. Yeah. it was Yeah. This lady, like she, she got tricked into thinking that he was like in the military. Like if she didn't pay him, like it was like, they were a boyfriend and girlfriend, but he would always travel. And then he would trick her into like, I need fifty thousand, but he was a gambler. In the end, he was just gambling oh. money away. But he tricked him oh, that, into thinking that, like he was in the that, military. That's like, that's like the, the tender swindler. He was getting money out of everybody. It, yeah, but this Did one. Did you watch was, that one? No, no, I have to see that oh, one. But. Man, the tender, tender swindler, bro. He was cold, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's wanted or something. Like that. I think he's wanted in Spain or something like that or some shit yeah, like that. Heard, yeah, yeah, I heard, I heard, I heard him. He, I heard he wanted now, but like, hey. He was getting to it, man. He was yeah. He, he had women. He had women like going to get um, Amex cards and and just giving them to him, making them authorized. like the shit that he was doing. It wasn't even illegal. So
1: because
0: the, the girls was doing it? doing it, they were signing up. They were just under. I think I think somehow that they, they gonna make it like he of people, but the shit. The shit that he was doing was just, just girls were just stupid. The women were just stupid. Yeah, it goes to show you like, damn, there's some dumbass women out there. Yeah, yeah. There's dumbass people. Pe- people, period, regardless. Yeah. <laughs> damn. What, well, man? But yeah, I got to watch that, that Mormon stuff. That shit looks, that sounds very interesting. Yeah. Um, now, we mentioned Tupac earlier, but, and then we mentioned the five tracks, but if your life had a soundtrack, which three tracks would you pick? Two tracks for a soundtrack in my life. If your if your life had a soundtrack, which three tracks would you pick? Three tracks. Uh, um, hmm. I that's a good question. That's a great question. Three songs that would make up a soundtrack of my life. Mm-hmm. One would be. Hold on, let
1: me. It's bigger than life. Nipsey Hussle.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, um ooh, it's hard. Big in life near Hussle Dead president is Jay-Z. Mm.
1: Um If I rule the world, nice. Nah, mm. So one
0: west coast, two east coast. Yeah, that's a solid. Yeah, and those are yeah, those are solid ones. Hell yeah. That present is a solid one, and I got a chance to work with the uh, Ski Beats, the one that made that beat. Yeah, that's uh, crazy. I, that's crazy. Ski Beats is my guy. Yeah, I, I actually work. I actually worked with Ski Beats when I was a rapper. Ski Beats. Ski Beats actually taught me how to be confident in a booth. Before I was just, I was just and putting words together. Yes. My delivery went, now. ski is like, ski is like, that's Hello. the big brother, Like, 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 yeah. Like Hell of ski. a mentor.
1: Hell yes, of a ski mentor.
0: Is, he is my guy. Like, I haven't, I haven't talked to ski in a couple of years. I haven't talked to ski since I started doing since I jumped to the other side. But, but, but like ski, ski was my guy. Like, Ski, yeah, man. He, uh, I used to go to, to his crib in Yonkers, and uh, and he was teaching me the Ableton, because like, I know how to produce, I know how to make music, and he was teaching me the Ableton. But I was like, nah, fuck that, fuck the Ableton, bro. I want to learn the machine. And he was like, alright well You're gonna help me learn. You're gonna help me like this is how you chop. This is how you sample. This is how. And in between that, he would tell me stories of Jay Z and how in my lifetime happened, how he worked with Curtsy and. But it was just like you had to soak it in. Like it was like he was a hell of a mentor, man. Hell of a mentor. Yeah. No, ski, uh, ski is ski is a good. Uh, he's great. So I used to go to his crib in Winston. You know, he had a he had a crib in North Carolina. I used to drive. Yo, mm-hmm. so he had, to go, he had to studio in his crib. I used to drive to his his crib every week and record. Yeah. Oh yeah. I forgot he's from. I, I keep forgetting he's from North Carolina. I keep forgetting he's yeah. from the Carolinas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's from there. yeah he's uh he's yeah i still keep in contact with him he's 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 a hell of a mentor man next time you talk to ski man tell him be like you know carter say what up you know what i'm saying so i definitely i definitely uh i'm gonna reach out to him via ig i don't got his number but i I
1: definitely
0: yeah he's 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 for sure he's he's active he's active as hell so because he does like sound packs he does like little beat packs for people like he'll he does like little things like for like, he sells like a beat pack to people and yeah, he's, he's still active out there and he still works with currency and all that. So he's still active. Dope. That's dope. That's crazy. Dope. That's crazy. How yeah, Small world, man. What a small ass world. Um, now as a executive vice president, you know, with South music group, what's the best advice you can give to someone entering that realm of the managing the... Art and managing artist? So I'm the EVP. So, being executive vice president, that's just like me and honor, just we just share power. Um, it's just making sure it's like honor this is like the CEO of Shot Music Group. You know, mm-hmm. I'm the partner. Um he he was he he was the he was the big dog, the financier. Mm-hmm. So he he was the he was the guy with the with the most pulling in game. That's so my mentor in his game is Honor Taylor. But and I told you some of the best advice he gave me. So, like, I know this space is is different. And navigating this space is like, you have to be able to be tough. You got to have tough skin. You can't let the bullshit get to you because it's, people are going to say no. People are going to act fake. People are going to do phony shit. People are going to promise you things. And people are going to try to scam you. You know what I'm saying? out of money and get certain things out of you. It's just, you just got to be able to know how it is. You can't burn no bridges. You got to be able to say, even if somebody do fuck you over, you just got to you got to take that shit with and, and know how to handle it. You know what I'm saying? And not and not do it in a way that's going to make you look crazy. So you got to you got to keep your integrity in your game in this game. And you got to you got to make sure your word is is, is something because that's that's what that's what you stand on. You know what I'm saying? At the end of the day, everybody ain't going to be hot. Forever, you know what I'm saying. And you might, I might need a job from somebody. People, I've seen the tables turn for 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 a lot of people. You know what I'm saying. Somebody might need a job. Like it's it's people that that shitting on me that I, I know looking for jobs, not from me, you know what I'm saying. So I, you just gotta, you just gotta, uh, you gotta stay on your shit, man, and try to be a try to be a good person before anything. And the most important mm-hmm. thing is, if you can't pray about it, don't do it. You know what I'm saying. So. That's just, that's just, that's my best advice for anybody. If you can't pray about it, don't do it. Don't oh, do nothing yeah. that you can't put God in. You can't put God first. In. Yeah. Don't burn bridges either. Cause that's crazy. Like the same people not, you went for help. Now they're like, yo, can you get me a gig? Yep. Don't not burn bridges. Same people you see coming up. You got to see coming down. And, then, and, it's, and, and it's, what goes up must come down. That's true. You know what I'm saying? Whether, it's, whether it, it might not be money, so it ain't always money, but it might be influence. So you might be, you might go up in power and influence, but you got to come down with your power and influence as well. Mm-hmm. People, nobody stays the most influential forever. You know what I'm saying? Like Jay Z is, is probably my favorite rapper ever, and he's probably one of the most influential ever in music. But the moment when I realized he don't have the influence that he that he had beforehand was was when he was when he did death auto tunes. You know what I'm saying? So, like, mm-hmm. I watched him make everybody change clothes. Niggas took off their T-shirts and jerseys and put on button-ups. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But when he put Deft Auto-Tunes, it didn't kill it. You know what I'm saying? But but usually something like that would kill. Like, with that influence that he had, that power that he had, it would mm-hmm. kill him. hmm so, Shoot, I definitely wore button-ups after I saw that. And I was like, I'm button-up. i Hey, 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 everybody. This is a TJ Maxx getting the button-ups yeah. out. The yes. <laughs> yeah, the TJ. Yeah, the TJ. Yo, we're doing a TJ Maxx run for what? Button-ups, baby. Button-ups. We're in fucking eighth grade. I don't give a fuck what grade we're in. We're going for button-ups, boy. I'm telling fuck. you, like, everybody, everybody should change clothes. It, it was the craziest shit ever. It was like everybody's rocking jerseys and low teams. and Then one day, Jay-Z comes out with change clothes. It for mm-hmm. real. The next mm-hmm. day, you know, can't even wear that shit no more. Yeah, like, yeah. yeah, yeah, And they, they used to rock it with the Yankee hats and they're not even you know, from New York. exactly. Exact. I still wear Yankee hats. To be yeah. Yanke- like 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 niggas be tripping because I'm like, if if all else fails, you just throw on the Yankees. That shit matches everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> mm-hmm. Cause I used to I used to mix and match the um I used to mix and match the button-ups, but then I used to do the one leg up from LL Cool J. Oh yeah. So I used, to yeah. mix, I used to mix and match that, and, I, and people were like, "Yo, what the fuck kind of style is that?" Don't worry about it, bro. <laughs> this Don't my worry. shit. This is my this shit. This is my shit. Like, fuck out of here. Not say because I lived in I lived in Virginia. You know what I mean? That's where I went to school. So, but, it's, what part of Virginia? Uh, Sterling. So, like the the northern part, Northern Virginia. Okay. Yeah, it's I'm uh, not happy with that. What is it, it about? it's uh it's, it's dc yeah it's like 40 30 minutes away from dc 30 to 40 minutes. Oh, okay okay you're in that dmv area there, boy. dmv <laughs> area but it's the suburbs you know ain't no nobody was rocking like jerseys like i was or like the buttons up because i had that new york influence and i actually introduced shine the rapper to my middle school nobody no, knows shine was and people are like yo what kind of style is that like where did you get that from it's like bro like this is this is hip hop. Like this is what people are rocking now. And Nietzsche, whether it was Fubu, and Nietzsche, Dada, yep. I was rocking it. Look, look, Nietzsche was my shit. Maurice Malone, RP55. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? And, you know, Average, they coming back. Uh mm-hmm. like like that was that was my shit. Like I like all of that. Like and, and I never knew like Mecca. Mm, Mecca, yeah, Mecca. And then you you mix and match that. I uh, you know, Alan Iverson was from Virginia, so I had the AIs. Uh, yep. so, so i was all, i was all over the place bro i was all over the fucking place people were like yo what is wrong with you like bro you're only eighth grade and this was like 2002 2001 oh okay see in, in see, in 2002 i was grown you know i was uh, that's my that's the year i graduated so yeah that's crazy yeah, yeah but i was already a dad <laughs> oh yeah word word yeah so yeah it was it was crazy times because it, it, was, it was a school full of white kids like what the fuck like what the fuck you doing like rocking the that with people were wearing like regular like quicksilver you know that 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 suburban skateboarder shit and i was like i'm not rocking with that nah You're right You're right You're You're right now, yeah yeah and now at one point in time though i was i was like heavy into alternative music so like right, eighth, yeah. eighth grade seventh grade I was heavy into alternative, like, rap, too, but I was heavy into, like, I like I was, like, a lot of people don't know, like, I used to, like, Nirvana is, like, my favorite mm-hmm. um, alternative group of all time. Like, I used to love Kirk Cobain and that shit. Like, I could smells, I could play smells like, a teen, smells like Teen Spirit on a bass guitar. Like.
1: That's crazy.
0: Like, like that. Like, I used to listen to, like, Nirvana, R.E.M., Outspring, Duran um, Duran. My- uh, <laughs> like, <said> like, offspring. <laughs> yeah, it, like 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 I was listening to a lot of lot of different shit. So Great. like I, I just love music, period. Yeah, so, period. Yeah, it's definitely one of those. Yeah, offspring was my shit. So was Nirvana. Offspring yep. was my shit. Yeah, get a job. Was like that green, was my like, shit. Like Green Day and mm-hmm. like, Ray, Right. I was even listening to like Red Hot Chili Peppers and everything. Like mm-hmm. So yeah, I mean that that but that that keeps your that keeps your ear open to a lot of different artists then, as, as especially in the behind the scenes, you know what I mean? Right. It 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 helps you understand that element of like what just what sounds good regardless mm-hmm. of what it is like. Mm-hmm. Like music transcends, you know, different cultures all it. So mm-hmm. like it's just it's just making sure. But one thing you can't do is 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 deny the undeniable. So yeah, there's you can't. You can't box it in, which 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 leads me to the next question. Is most people say that A and R is pretty much dead, dead. So how do you feel about that? It is. I think I think for I think for the most part for like everybody else, it is. I think on on, on my end, and it's it's not even and like A and R, but artist development is dead. Um, people don't want to help develop artists anymore. They want to just they want to just uh, have artists that's already ready. They want artists that's already. Doing superstar shit and then yeah. go be a part of their journey to help them get to another level and then just, you know, take credit for everything. But that's yeah. not, you know, that's, that's, that's not what it is. You got to be able to, you got to be able to take that talent, see it, see the potential and be able to deduce and coach that potential to, to place a superstar. And that's what, that's what the game is missing. Nobody wants to, wants to coach anymore. Nobody wants to, nobody mm-hmm. wants to take, Nobody wants to take the team of of, of 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 potential and turn it into a a team of actual superstars. They want to take the team of 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 now music superstars and just get what they can get out of them and you know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, and get, that get, that get I, out of them and just go. That I feel like limits your 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 knowledge as well as a manager too. Like, you know yeah. what I mean? Like you're not like which I, it's just, it, yeah, like I said, it just limits you as a manager. Like you're, right. not, you're only gonna learn so much. Like you don't, you didn't come up with this guy. Like you don't know he might, he might say goodbye to you tomorrow. Cause right. a, you know what I mean. So you don't know how to deal with that. Which leads me to the next question, which is uh, managing the baby from the get-go to where he's at now. Expound a little bit on that process. Yeah, man. Baby is a he's a he's a superstar talent. I, I learned. I probably learned just as much from him as he learned from me, bro. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. just because because it's it spoiled me from it spoiled me when I was dealing with, with dealing with other artists because it's I never met anybody with the work ethic like him. So he works harder than anybody I know. I know that if I'm tired and I'm just there facilitating talking, I'm not the one that has to perform. He has to he has to perform and keep it on at all times and at the same time <laughs> just be there just like everybody else. So it's like I know, I know what it is, I know what it takes. I've seen it. We got we got what we are, were, were, we got where we are by hard work. Yeah. Like nothing we didn't have any shortcuts and we went, no handouts, none of that. It was just all hard work. Yeah. So, so it's I I can talk a way that a lot of other people can't talk or feel the way that a lot of other people can't feel because I know what it takes. You know what I'm saying? I seen, I've seen it. I've done it. I've been a part of it. It's it's so with him, it's just being able to say like that, that is, that is a, that is my, my, um, that is a, a point of like, uh, I'm trying to figure out how to say it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, yeah, it's, it's like, this it is it's like, this is like, this is the standard. You know what I'm saying? Like this mm-hmm. is, So you got to do like, every artist is going to be a different way that you got to do it, but it still doesn't change the work that you got to do, that you got to put into it. So now it's like, okay, I know now this is the work that I have to put into it. This is the work that you have to put into it. And this is how I can help that work. You know what I'm saying? So it just, it's just, I got, I got, that was a, a experience of understanding. More than anything. Yeah, because you guys came up together literally and you guys learned the trials and tribulations together. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, that's my So and um, then that's my brother. That's my little brother for life. You know what I'm saying? So Yeah. The baby's another one that I feel like uh when I, when I when I when I'm feeling down or something like that, and I need like a pick me up, like fuck you type of thing, is the I go to the baby a lot and then the song that I go to is Five Four Dub. <laughs> Five a dub, dub. and it's—I don't know cool. what it is about that track. It just gets me going. I don't know. Out of all the songs that he's done, that that—that's the one I go to for some reason. I don't know what it is. It, it, you know, it's crazy. I go to a lot of his songs. He's actually—he's actually like, it, it, like people don't know. Like I'm actually like probably one of the biggest fans, and I got—I got a lot of stuff that we haven't put out on my phone that he'll probably mm-hmm. be. He probably want me to erase. It. <laughs> but, oh shit. <laughs> but it's 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 dope. You know what I'm saying? I'm not erasing it. And we and I just and I and I and I this is what I it's it's like this is what I run with with. So I so I listen to I listen to all I listen to like all this music. Yeah, it's crazy. And then uh, one thing that uh, I heard and read uh, and saw was that he, he, every time he's in the booth, he's he's always asking for a camera every time when he's recording music and then editing the footage himself. Oh no 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 no! It's 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 deeper than that. Like like the first thing that he did when we went the first thing he asked for when he signed Southcore Music Group was uh, a camera. Right. That's the first thing he asked for. So like he's like he's big. He knows. He knows what, like, he, like, we used to do stuff like shoot videos mm-hmm. in, in between breaks of going to radio stations and do, like, and he will sit down here edit them shits himself. Like, mm-hmm. we, we, we all learned how to do it. We had to be, we had to be resourceful. So. Oh, yeah, Especially on the come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Especially yeah. coming up. So, like, yeah. Now, he, he keeps the camera with him. Like, like, he's, he, like, like, one thing I learned from him is content is just as important as your music. That's especially, especially nowadays with the social media and everything, like you need you need constant content to come up. You have like a f- specific memory, a moment in the studio with like he had a camera, and you're like, man, that's a hell of a memorable moment. Nah, because I, I can't even lie. I'll, he's one of those guys where it's, it's, it's my, like all moments are moments. So it's like it's, yeah, that's true. <laughs> like like, like and, and it's it's like it all becomes a blur too after so many years. So like it's. Like, like, nah. I don't have like a one defining moment that was just like yeah. this. But now nah, we, <laughs> everything's a moment with the baby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Every, every, everything's a moment. Trust me, <laughs> yeah, crazy. I, I, I fuck with that. I fuck with that guy. Energy, man. That guy has a lot of energy. I fuck with it, man. It's like I said, he has that pick me up, like fuck, fuck you to the face music. You know what I mean? Like, I love, I, that. I love. Yeah, he, he, yeah. He's just himself. He has himself. Yeah. Like yeah. he literally does. He doesn't. He doesn't shy away from shit, man. He's no. the most confident person I know. He's the most confident person I ever met in my life, like that's, straight up. And to go from baby Jesus to the baby—that's a crazy transition. The baby Jesus, yeah, that's but crazy. yeah, but, but but he didn't want to change it. He didn't like. He was like, no, my name was baby Jesus. He didn't want to change his name. Only, reason, only yeah, only reason we changed the name was because we was having, we was getting so much uh, pushback at radio. You know, when the Bible yeah uh, you know, they don't want to. You don't want to hear that shit. Who is this nigga running around calling himself Jesus? Yeah, nah. so, so, bro, <laughs> they would go over there. Like, no. We nah. think like like like, all right, we know y'all going behind this man, but no, nah, this nigga call himself Jesus. We not playing this shit. I'm not saying it. I'm not saying it on the radio. Now the, like the VJs the, the and everything. They I mean the, the uh, DJs and the and the voice jockeys and everything, they didn't want to say. <laughs> Listen to that new baby Jesus. You know what I'm saying? So That's crazy. And the thing about the thing I admire when I was looking at your story, the thing I admire the most is, you know, Charlotte, North Carolina is really not it's it's a it's a music scene, but there's no really no music scene for you guys to just come out of it and kind of break through. That really inspired yeah. me as well, you Man, know what I mean? If if you ever asked me what I'm more what I'm, what I'm what I'm what accomplishment that that I'm the most proud about, it would be breaking the artist from Charlotte. Because it's, it's it's like Charlotte is like, we was, for the longest we was considered a black hole. It was, a, it was number one of the top markets for artists to come in and get money in, mm-hmm. but no artist could break from here. Like, every yeah. artist comes here and, and runs up the bag. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. every artist comes, but the Carolinas, it, it wasn't no face of the Carolinas. So to be able to be a part of this story and to be able to play a role in, 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 in what and what hip hop means to the carolinas and, and 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 be able to play a, a major vital role in bringing a light mm-hmm. here that's that's my that's my that's probably one of my most proudest yeah. my, my most proud moments or accomplishments in my own business part of my life business because yeah. i because I mean I, like i said i I stay in Virginia a lot, but what got me to you know connect with people in l a to connect with people in New York is actually going out there. You know what I mean? You have to actually go out there. Like, you know, we mentioned ski beats earlier. He, he had to move to New York. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? For it to like, for really, to, he couldn't just stay in a bubble in, in North Carolina. He couldn't just stay there and just like, nah, he had to. He got that if phone call. New York ski would have never made their presence. Nope. Yep. Nope. He, went, he got that call from, uh, what was it? What's the fuck's his name? Clark Kent. Clark Kent. Yep. And boom. There you go. He said, I we had a meeting. It was He was like, "Damn's going to manage you. Da, 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 da. Boom, boom, boom. And then he said, once Jay-Z gave me that $8,000 for uh, in my lifetime beat, I quit rapping. And I was like, shit. Called it a day. Yep. But that's the, I always tell people in the DMV area, like, yo, you got to get the fuck out of here at some point. You got to, you got to move. And then they asked me, like, yo, but do, do you have any plugs? Like, so I had this one guy ask me, how do I get to the Rock Nation office? I'm like, bro, I don't, I just, cause I've been in the rock nation office does not mean that I can get you in there like that. Like, (laughs) what the fuck is wrong with you? Like, I was like, what do you need in the rock nation office? Like, Oh, I just want to see it. I just want to go in there. What? Uh You know, you know, it's always, it's always like that until you, until you experience. So like, like, like I remember, I remember thinking that I was going to be rich and famous once I had a song on the radio. Right. Like, this is it. All I got to do is get a song on the radio. Then you realize it's so much more than just getting a song over Yeah, so much more you know to it. Saying? And then you, it's like when people, when, when, when stuff seems um, unattainable, unreachable, they just want to get that. They just want to be able to say, I get that. They want to be able to say gonna, it, they feel like something is going to be different, which it might be different. Yeah. But it, might, it, might, it might spark something in. Or sometimes people think that, that that's, that's the idea of what success is, being able to go into the rock nation building. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. like, like it's, like, it's, it's like, he's, he's a well-known, like he does his, he does his thing around here. like in the DMV area, he does his thing. And I right. always told him like, yo, bro. And I'm, I've known this kid since eight years. I was like, bro, get out there. Like, go out there, do, do some shit. Like go to New York, go to LA, go to live out there for a little bit. You know what I mean? Don't, don't do, don't just do parties out here in the DMV area. Like you gotta go out there. I'm like, yeah. I can't. Oh, I can't be the only plug to to. Because for me, for what it was, is I had to actually get a meeting at Rock Nation for me to go to Rock Nation. I had. I worked for a magazine, and I all wanted right. to interview people at Rock Nation, and then the magazine approved it. Rock Nation approved it. All right, come to the office. The meetings get you there, not just I want to go see it. They, they got security over there. They got all types of shit over there. You can't just walk in. All right. I um, we, we, first deal for, for baby was actually with Rock Nation. There so. you go. Yeah, like I I know how they I know how they go. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, a lot of people, a lot of people love right, my Shout out to my guy, I ain't all at the time Brandon Thomas, just my guy. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I know yeah. Right. yeah, yeah, it's dope. Now, making the Forbes and the Billboard, what was that feeling like? Now that you're a power player too, you know, what I mean? that that mess. It, it it felt good. It felt real good. It felt it, I I can't lie, but I, I think I think I it felt better for the people around me. <laughs> hmm Like, okay, cool. That's 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 cool. What's next? You know what I'm saying? Like we we like I never let a win go to my head or a loss yeah. go to my heart. That's my mentality. Always gonna be my mentality and I'm always gonna stand on it. So I never let a win go to my head, never let a loss go to my heart. I just do what I'm supposed to do mm-hmm. and keep working. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Stay stay focused, stay steady, you know, it's gonna go hmm that's important I, I had to learn that the hardware like i as soon as i got my podcast going i was like yeah yeah and then i started to think i was more i was like yeah but what, what's next like, right i got this like what that's what this entertainment industry teaches you well anything teaches you like all right i got here but what now it's yep. the, it's the it's the 10 steps ahead that's like the tough part you know what i mean there's no sleeping in the trophy room you Is got a it? bunch of, you got a bunch of wins but you can't be still you can't sleep because you got that one, when you what's next? All right. Well, I got this one person on there. Okay, Who, who's next? Who's the who's the biggest person I can get? Who's the bigger right. artist I can get on here now? Okay, I got this bigger artist, and then you're kind of stuck. You're like, fuck. Right. 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 Damn. Yeah. But but, but yeah, you know that's I mean that's part of the game. I, yeah. You just you just you just gotta you gotta you gotta do what you do. You know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So you gotta you gotta keep growing. Like I, I go when we set out was to be able with with the baby was to be able to make a hundred thousand dollars a show you know what I'm saying now that won't even pay for his production you feel me so <laughs> like <laughs> like 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 that's that's that like so so it's like setting goals and then you realize that those goals aren't even big enough they're big enough yeah, you, know you know what I'm saying like 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 my like my goal my like my goal now is to be my goal now is to be and become the uh, a changer of music. And the way people consume it, and to be able to and be able to start, be able to bring an element of artist development back, mm-hmm. bring that bring that era of music back, and be able to create the Motown of the digital age. That's my goal. You know what I'm saying? So I want to yeah. be able to say, okay, like Motown was the was the label that housed um so the man. most talent. Yeah. During the during the sixties and the seventies, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying. Like if you if, if you ask me who 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 I want to pattern myself after now, it's Barry Gordon. because what he did and it's his assembly line approach with music and development was was the greatest. You know what I'm saying. So like mm-hmm. I love the fact that 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 that's not done and people are not even thinking on that wavelength right now to even do that but I am so I know God has blessed me with the be ability to be able to say okay mm-hmm. you got a vision you going you can tell people your vision but you you're the only one to can bring this to light and bring it come I'm going to put this power in you so you can do it and that's when I'm that's mm-hmm. that's my that's my goal and it's, it's it's not only my goal it's it's what I know my purpose is to do mm-hmm. so okay you mentioned something very incredible the assembly line which is how Motown ran right you know I mean it was that uh, yeah, like you said and i feel like that is kind of lost you know what i mean they don't have that assembly line anymore um and it, there's a documentary on motown i think on netflix i can't remember which which platform it is but it talks about that it talks about like the barry gordy's and the quincy jones and all of that jazz and it mentions the assembly line and the the importance yeah. of running a le- a record label so if anybody out there that's trying to to do that I would recommend watching the documentary because it's yeah, it's yeah. Now, I, now my, like my wife bought me my wife seen how intrigued I was with the whole Motown area and and and, and uh, um, the um like the story of Barry Gordy and how he started Motown and everything and and she brought me his his um his autobiography which is which is dope and I learned even more mm-hmm. so so mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and I then you enjoyed- you. If you watch that and then you watch the Quincy documentary, that's a hell of an inspiration for the day. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Like I I just I just like 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 people I think I think it's still I don't think Barry Gordon gets his flowers, man, yeah. people, I people like this guy had at one time on his label, he was controlling the he was controlling music. He was controlling black music. He was controlling music. He had Michael Jackson.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: He had Diana Ross. He had the Temptations. Marvin Gaye, Smokey Robinson, yeah, like, yeah, like, this, this is this is all at one time. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, like Stevie well, Wonder, like, like, yeah. Well, Smokey Robinson ran ran Motown with him. He was like a yep. second in command. Yep. You know what I yep. mean? Smokey Robinson definitely second in command. Exactly. Yeah, so. wrote, wrote, wrote a bunch of shit. It's like it's like and and, and the closest thing I think to it. But they just didn't do it on a business level. They did it on a, on a creation level. Was like LaFace. face mm-hmm. like like L. A. Reed and Babyface. Like they mm-hmm. did a lot. You know what I'm saying? It's like like L. A. Reed was was Barry Gordy and 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 um, Babyface was yeah. And Babyface was Smokey Robinson. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. They moved to Atlanta. <laughs> yeah. Yep. <yeah. laughs> and, and and but but and, and what they did was control. They 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 gave you what we now know is the the mecca of, of black music. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. So mm-hmm. and then one thing you mentioned you mentioned earlier was the the importance of keeping your word. And one thing you learned in the Quincy doc is that Quincy Jones and Frank Sinatra didn't have a contract between between each other. It was complete friendship. So they trusted each other with their music. Man, I, I got to say, if I can't trust your if I can't trust your handshake, why, why, even, why would I sign a contract with you? Mm hmm. Like, like you, you uh, like if if somebody gonna like it's it's just a, it's like another saying like uh, uh, a locked door only keep honest people honest. Like you just like some shit you just if if you don't if you don't want to do business with people if you are gonna do bad business you are gonna do bad business regardless yeah. regardless of a contract in place or not. So I, I try mm. to stay away from people that's doing bad business anyway. Mm-hmm. I mean, because the, the streets don't have contracts. You know what I mean? The streets it, is. It, firm exactly. handshake, <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> and the word of mouth. Exactly. So, exactly. So, you know what I mean? Then uh, Jay-Z said it was like some of the, even Elon Musk said his drug dealers are the best business people in the world. Because <laughs> <laughs> it's like, wait, you know what I mean? Like, people don't grasp it. It's like, well, you think about it, they really are because they don't have contract. They're just like, they know how to maneuver it. They know they can tell a lie from the truth right away. You know what I mean? Right. So, now, Social Currency Enterprises, expound the mission behind that. Social Currency Enterprises is a label that's like I said, like focused on developing superstars. Not 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 just not just cultivating, but but not I mean not just housing them, but but creating them. Mm-hmm. giving them the tools that they need to be able to be the best they can be that's, that's what social currency is social currency is being able to be the people that are, that are talked about more by word of mouth than anything because that's what we create that's what social currency is it's the cool thing to talk about you 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 that guy when you can go tell somebody something new that they didn't know about you know what I'm saying that becomes a currency that you use socially you know what I'm saying so mm-hmm. that's what social currency is and your son's under that label, correct? My son is the president of the label mm. and So he so he's like so he he's more than that. Like uh, we're gonna pay it for it. So my like he he's 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 probably one of the best and all he has probably one of the best ears. Him and and my daughter um have probably the best ears I ever heard in music. They able to pick stuff early. <laughs> yeah. That's crazy. Man. Keep, keep it in the family. Yeah. Keep it I family. Gotta, gotta, build, gotta build this dynasty. Yeah, yeah. It's seed money. You gotta keep it in the family, man, for sure. That's good, man. That's, that's, man, your story is very inspiring, bro. Very, very inspiring. Coming from, because, you know, Virginia, North Carolina, we don't really see much of that entertainment in our face like that. You know what I mean? So f- yeah. for us to, like, break through it and kind of, like, it's inspiring, bro. It's very, very inspiring, so. Big ups to you on that. Big ups to you for sure. Um, Now, towards the end of the podcast, I have these 10 rapid questions I got from Inside the Actor Studios as I honor its host, James Lipton. Um, The first question is, what is your favorite word? Favorite word, God. What is your least favorite
1: word? Ego. What turns you on in life?
0: Seeing seeing the people I love happy. What turns you off in life? (laughs) Seeing the people I love and pain. What sound or noise do you love?
1: Um, my kid's voice.
0: What sound? No, or noise? What, you know what, what, yeah, I love, I love water, the ocean. I love the ocean. I love the way the ocean Oh, sounds. so you love the rain then? Yeah, I love rain. Yes, and it helps you sleep at night too. Uh, what sound or noise do you hate? Um, like if you take like a, a fork and. Scrape it against a, uh, a mm-hmm. table. I hate that sound. It like irritates me. <laughs> just... uh, like people when they're cutting a the steak, and then you hear that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That too. I hate that. Um, <laughs> what is your What is your favorite curse word? <laughs> oh shit!
1: Oh uh, oh uh, 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 shit!
0: <laughs> I was gonna say probably shit because that's the first <laughs> thing you said. <laughs> uh, what profession other than your own would you like to attempt? Um uh, I would like to be, uh, uh, be a politician. Hmm, crazy because a lot of people on this podcast say politicians. No, I don't want to do that. That's crazy. Uh, what profession would you not like to do? Um, I would not like to anything outside. I'm not. A, I'm not an outdoors. Anything outside in the heat. Hmm. Anything requires me being out in the heat. Heat like, like. Like being in a um, like an oil field worker or something like that. I I couldn't do that. Couldn't do that. Damn, that's crazy. Uh, if and the last one is if heaven exists, what would you like to hear God say when you arrive at the pearly gates? Heaven does exist, and God is gonna say, "My nigga, <laughs> <laughs> have a seat, brother." There you go. That's crazy. Uh, any last words you like to give to the people, any shout outs and where can they follow you on the social? Uh, you, you, you can, uh, last, I always tell people I leave them with what, what I live by. Do the work and God will do the magic. So mm. that's definitely what I want to leave y'all with. And then you can follow me on Instagram at King Carter spelled the right way. K I N G C A R T E R and Twitter at King Carter N C North Carolina, like NC, like North Carolina. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, just really just Google me and figure it out um, yeah shout out to shout out to my manager Michael Wade man that man is eat a goat mm-hmm. shout out to shout, shout Out to Social Currency and everybody that, that rock with me shout out to South Coast Music Group all the artists everything you know what I'm saying we're we gonna take over this is this is the the beginning of of, mm-hmm. of something great where we we're gonna have we're gonna control the next 10 years of music. we're gonna, we gonna control what y'all hearing for the next decade Starting throwing this summer. Uh, yeah shout out to michael wade for making this happen and uh the patience and all of that for making this happen appreciate that um yeah, yeah. And, and, and he and it was double by what's double by mike though he got his he got he got his own shit too that he doing and he got this he got a brand you know what i'm saying that's this mm-hmm. called thank you for buying black and that shit is fire so make sure y'all go follow that thank you for buying black if, if look it up on instagram it's, it's like you got you got the dope hats, dope scars, everything. Like it's, That's it's fire. That's yeah. That's, so everyone's working. Everyone's yeah. working. Nobody's left. For, without hey man. Working. Well, hey hey. If you're lazy, get the fuck away from me. <laughs> Facts. <laughs> Facts. 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 If you if you're not consistent or patient at the same time, get the fuck away from me. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. <laughs> That's crazy. Um. All right, guys. This is another episode of Intuitive Minds podcast featuring Daoud King Carter. Peace. Yeah